welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. You are Brandon and you are Craig. Yes, we are. We're going to talk the whole episode like that, just back and forth. Like, have you ever done that? Like, yes. where you start a sentence? Can you believe as you drive around central Ohio, all the water you see laying around in the, in the fields? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. How annoying is this going to be? We won't do this. Well, stop. I'm getting annoyed. So. All right, we're done. But yeah, welcome to the Great Lakes of Ohio. I mean, we don't even – it truly is like ponds and lakes out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these uh, rivers are like into the uh, – like I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's it's really bad. I mean, when it keeps raining, I mean, I, I you're kind of getting the feeling of what you know Noah felt like here. Right. I mean, right. I know we had raining. a group go down Saturday to the Ark. I'm like, you all may need to travel back in the Ark. <laughs> I didn't know if they were going down to visit the Ark or if they were actually going Taking down to hostage. escape in the Ark. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so – but they got back safely. But uh, yeah, so how are you doing? I'm good. Real good. How are yeah, you? I'm doing okay. I mean, um, you know, I, I was, um, out in the uh, welcome center and Allison was out there and I was like, I'm singing in the rain. She's like, at least you're not grumbling in the rain. I said, well, actually I'm singing and grumbling exactly. in the rain. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I can't believe all the rain we're getting. Yesterday was nice though. You see my backyard. Oh, I'm sure. It, it's up, it's up. Well, it's up to my uh, ankles. It's up to your knees, but, um, so, so up to my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. you were saying. Oh, it's just crazy. My backyard's bad too. Like the dog, whenever the dog goes out, like you just bring him in and, and put him back in the cage because it's like, I don't want to deal with cleaning you off. It's kind of what Anita does to me when I go out back. She puts me back in the cage. Back in the cage. Craig, right. cage. She snaps her fingers. Yeah. She give you a treat at least. No. Well, that stinks, man. So yeah. Uh, well, we didn't podcast last week and, we um, I hate to say fault. this, but was Brandon, Brandon was, um, on another, Oh yeah, vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know it's. I, I just never know from day to day, you know what we're going to get into. So, but um, yeah. he lets me know, hey, I'm I'm taking vacation. If you want a podcast, go ahead and do it. But I, I won't be there. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> how it went down. And I'd never say if you want a podcast because I could. I wouldn't know how to do you it. Wouldn't know how to do. I, I wouldn't know how to do it. But I will tell you an interesting story, and it involves Brandon. Let's hear it. And um, so I was in Walmart the other day, and <laughs> you see his face. I'm just drinking my coffee because it's hard to tell <laughs> where this is going. I was in Walmart the other day, and um, just to let you know, I mean, we, uh, you know, we, um, everybody knows his love for yoga pants. Mm-hmm. He has no more love for yoga pants. The guy wears tights now. Tights. So I was in Walmart the other day, and I look over in the women's department, and he's pulling out tights. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? The guy's wearing tights now. Tights. Tights. First of all, I don't know that I've ever seen you in Walmart. That's true. But I've been there. Second of all, I I do wear running pants. They're tights, bro. They are running tights under my shorts. I'm not just like flaunting just tights around. Okay, okay. He did show me a picture of his tights, and he was standing... In Tim Hortons. I was. He wore them in public. He doesn't just wear them for, uh, he doesn't just wear them for running. He actually wears them in public. Well, here's the deal with that. That was the morning. Oh, that it was we, a deal. It was a deal. We didn't have power that morning. Uh huh. Which means I couldn't make coffee at home. So the first thing you threw in was your tights. No, I went running. Uh huh. And then it was like, well, I'm, and, and then I needed to go get gas. In so your it tights. Was like, in my tights. And so it was like, um, we're going to get coffee too while we're in town because I need coffee. I'm drinking my first cup of coffee right now. It is 10:04. Nat, no, notice that he's uh, changing the subject all the time. <laughs> drinking my first cup of coffee. So, yeah, we are, and we're drinking. Um, and we will change the subject, but I, I, I'm, I'm having sure a hard time getting I'm over sure this. Come back. I'm it. having a hard time getting over this. But anyway, let's change the subject. We are actually drinking. Uh, somebody gave us coffee, and um, from an anonymous source, mm-hmm. and the coffee is called Rambo's. It's by by Black Rifle Coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is really a good. Um, it is really good. I, I do a, like it. I um I, I do like it. To be honest with you, I do like it. It's got a picture of a ram with a six pack. Carrying a bow, a six pack, like um, oh yeah, stomach. like okay. like abs, oh like that is so like me, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that it actually looked like you. Yeah, except the ram head. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's, it's similar look, right? But it got a bowl of coffee beans. Looks like there's a can't tell if there's a spoon sticking out of it. Like it's a bowl of cereal. Is he just gonna eat those? I don't know. 
But it's good coffee. Well, that'd be rough just eating plain old coffee beans, wouldn't it? Like a... Now, have you ever had uh, chocolate-covered coffee beans? You know, I have. Not, I mean, I haven't, uh, like, maybe had two or three of them. They were pretty good. Oh, I, yeah. Amish country, you can get some dark chocolate-covered ones. So good. I like Amish country. Yeah. It's about time for a trip to Amish country again. It's been a while. It's been since uh, first of November. It has been, yeah. I do like Amish country. I like to camp up there. I just like Amish country. I yeah. like to eat up there. Oh, well, it's really good. I love camping because yeah. at night, you know, sitting outside, you hear the yes. clop, 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 oh, clop yeah. of the horses. And, yeah. You know, because like, you know, it doesn't get dark till 9 o'clock, and so that's kind of nice. Not like in winter when it gets dark at 4.30. You but. know, I'm running a half marathon in Amish country in September. <clears throat> I'll be making the clop, 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 clop. Yeah, you will. Um, he uh, is running a marathon. Are you going to wear your tights? I don't know. We'll see what the weather's doing. Dude, don't embarrass the Amish people, man. They'll look at you and they're going to be, I mean, they'll be like, Amish people are just falling and fainting all day. Like, you know, have you ever seen when a goat gets scared and those the fainting go- goats? Yeah, and they fall over? I love those things. That's what the Amish people are going to do when yeah. they see you in your tights. They're just, <laughs> somehow I find that hard to believe. <laughs> right. right. How cool would that be? That would be cool. <laughs> That would be cool. Other than uh, tights and running and Tim Hortons and coffee and all this, what else is going on with you guys? You guys are doing well? Oh, for the most part. We've had sick kids over the past couple weeks. But well, everybody seems to be everybody sick. Everybody is I mean, just... Uh, uh, I mean, our attendance has been so good. Man, we were like deficient of like almost 60 people yesterday. 60 that, or 70, know, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, people gone and people, sick. Yeah, and, I, and I've heard that just stuff's going around, strep throws going around. Um uh, Christian had strep a couple weeks ago. Kennedy had it. We had, like we were in urgent care two Sunday afternoons in a row. Christian had strep the one Sunday. This next Sunday, Kennedy had an ear infection. Um, Jordan hasn't been. Jordan's been dealing with a lot of headaches, but she's been wearing her glasses the last couple of days, and the headaches are going away. So it's like well, that's hmm. awesome. So we've got some appointments to go get. I get migraines, yeah, and I've been wearing migraine glasses. I saw those. You look like Elton John wearing, yeah, those things. yeah, yeah. They're they're actually pretty nifty, and I've and I have forgotten because I think they're regular glasses, sunglasses. And I get ready to walk in a store. Invariably, every time I walk in with them, people are like, "Oh, I love your glasses." I'm like, "Oh, geez," because yeah. I'm like, I forget that they're. Green. Don't let him lie to you. He walks in, and in his back pocket, in his phone, he's just got playing. Like crocodile you know, rocking, you know walking me. In. Those are green glasses too, aren't they? I, they're green. I, I don't listen to Elton John, but yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be more like uh, George Jones singing "The Race Is On." But there you uh, go, right? there you go. That works too. They, but they look like Elton John glasses. <laughs> so <laughs> they are pretty. Uh, they are pretty colorful. They, they do are. stand out. They do stand out. Did I you wear them on St. Patrick's Day? I actually did. Right. So I thought about wearing them yesterday, but I thought that'd be a little too much, you know, with the... during the sermon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have been distracting at all. Not at all. Not at all. That wouldn't have been distracting. So, but I, hey, I'm looking. Um, I can't believe the. Uh, and all, and all kidding aside, the weather has been really weird because you know we have some warm days and then it gets really cold and then we're warm and then cold and then it's raining and then it's whatever. No wonder people are not feeling well. Did you see what it's going to get down to tonight? No. Low is going to be like 28. Oh, come on. I'm not joking. Well, it's like we got got out in the car yesterday morning to go to church. I had to scrape the windshield. Yeah, well, I I go out and start mine and let it run for like 20 That's what you said. <laughs> it was thick, too. It was. There was some thick, a thick um, frost on there. So I, I did hear it's supposed to warm up to some degree, but, I mean, I, I saw a lot of rain in the so forecast. So this weekend's going to be nice. We've got the, um, the Easter egg coming up Saturday. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So today is going to be a high of 51 with a low 100% chance of rain, just in case that's, you were curious. That's that's brutal when it's um, raining. Low, low of 28 tonight, mm. high of 47 tomorrow, Ugh. low of 28, high of 53 Wednesday, low of 24 Wednesday night. Gosh. High of 52 Thursday, low of 43, and then Friday we're ticking up, high of 62, low of 51. Saturday's the Easter egg hunt, um, high of 54 and with a 44%, 44% chance of rain. So we're not getting out of the fifties all week. Uh, so it's kind of like, it's kind of one of those, it's kind of one of those like gloomy weeks coming up. You know, it's like, it looks dark. It looks drab. Not a lot of sun. No. And next week's looking warmer, but a lot of rain. Oh, you know what? That's something we really need. We need more rain. More rain. We need more rain. Cause, um, you know, I, I, I want my grass to grow cause I, I just can't seem to find a time to cut it because it just keeps raining. So please, let's have more rain. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we get more rain, then we'll be able to graduate from canoes and kayaks and actually to motorboats. You know, the, the water would be deep enough where we can just ride those around. 
if it keeps raining, I'm going to have to get out there with a machete and just hack that grass down. Like, you know, one of those weed whacker things where you just you keep going back through the field. And I bet Rambo would come do it for you. He looks like the type that would use a machete to. Yeah, he really does. Probably take the, the top down. of a bottle off, too. He just uses a machete. Right. Not a... Yeah. So um, we um, a lot of stuff. Um, I can't believe we're, you know, getting ready to head into the Easter season and. Um, just it doesn't seem possible to be honest with you. And, yeah, and it's kind of early. I mean, it's kind of an early. It Easter. is a little early. Um, we start our Easter series this mm. this week, two weeks from now, or yeah. one week, well, or this, this Sunday. Coming, yeah, this coming Sunday. So yeah, it's like so that's April the second. So that's pretty. That's it is pretty it's early. Of, yeah, it's been in March before. Yeah, that's really early. But that's really really. early. I like it when it's like the third Sunday of April. It's a little warmer. It's right. a little sunnier. Yep. And um, but hey, it's gonna be good. Is what it is. No matter, yeah. Jesus but him, died, Jesus rose, whether it's in the 1st of April or late April. Yeah, right. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the series. Uh, the, the, it's only a two week series and the series is called Victorious. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really like, um, I just, I, I just wish that, you know, I just wish that people, and I know that we, we do this, but I don't think we do it constantly and live in this, but we live in the freedom and the victory of what Jesus has did on the exactly. cross and coming out of the tomb. I think we kind of strap ourselves down. We chain ourselves to a chair or to a wall or into a prison to where, you know, we, we focus on what we see and we don't focus on what Jesus has already done. And, um, and I'm looking forward to this series because of, um, with our topic yesterday with baptism, I think the next two weeks are going to be really good. It's, yeah. This probably could have been three weeks. It I could have been. added yeah. this one, to be honest with you, but um, I, I, I chose not to do it. I chose to set that aside. But um, Sunday we're talking about forgiveness, yes. and um, and we all want forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you, there's not. It's really, it's really something that you, you got to come to grips with. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I heard somebody quote this and, and I don't know who it was. And I mean, we'll talk a lot about this next week too, but when it comes to forgiveness, sometimes, you know, you or I are willing to forgive each other quicker than I am willing to forgive myself. For sure. And so we live in the guilt and the we, shame. We hold of, on to things yeah. and we allow that to dictate. Your yeah. life sometimes. And it, and it really does. You lock yourself into a personal prison. Yeah. And we, we just get locked into so many things. Right. And, um, we, we, we focus on our frailties more than the victory of what Jesus Christ has done. Right. And, and I think my question, and I'm, I'm not really asking this this week, uh, this Sunday, but I, I guess my question would be, uh, do we really believe that Jesus can conquer all things? And so if we really believe that he can conquer all things, then that's in my personal life. That's my struggles. That's my frailties. That's my weakness. That's my, and so, um, we're going to kind of answer that. I'm not asking that, but we're going to kind of look at that. And then yeah. Easter Sunday, um, we're talking about hope. I mean, who, who doesn't need hope? I mean, Absolutely. you, you turn on the television, you look at the news, you pick up a paper, you pick up a magazine, you just, you, anything, you, you just deal with your life. Who doesn't need hope in their life? So forgiveness and hope. I mean, two of the greatest gifts of all time are sitting right at our fingertips, but exactly. we don't, we, we don't get a chance to, uh, we don't take the opportunity to, to live in that. Right, right. I mean, can you imagine if you lived in, you lived in hope and forgiveness and mm. really realized what, you know, Jesus could do for you? But, um, I, I, that's why I like the, um, um, the, the, the two week series title, Victorious. Right. Cause that's what it's all about. It's about living in victory. Yep. And because of what Jesus mm-hmm. has done, you know, mm-hmm. as you look at that, that graphic, Jesus is walking out of the tomb. That's a really good graphic. Um, and I love that. And, you know, we sang about it. You talked about it yesterday about, you know, he's already won that, that battle. And you didn't say it quite like that, but you, you did say something along those lines of, you know, Jesus Christ has already done exactly that for us. And, and we sang that, you know, in that song that we opened yeah. up with of you've already, you know, I'm fighting mm-hmm. a battle. You've already won. Exactly. And so just a, a reminder for us that we have victory. You know, that battle, we don't have to fight it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. been it's been fought for us. Exactly. All we have to do is is place our trust in Jesus Christ and follow follow him with our whole hearts. The hardest thing and I and I always say this all the time, and I know you probably get sick of hearing me say this. I get the hard- sick of hearing you say a lot of things like <laughs> tights. talking about my tights and yoga pants. Bro. Literally. But anyways, I know Jesus won a victory over those things too. I just wish you'd know that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I, um, 
I know you probably get sick of me saying this, but um, I, I really, if you're listening to this right now, just think about this. The hardest thing that you'll ever do is nothing yeah. and allow God to take over. I, mean, I made this quote by Tony Evans yesterday, and we'll get into that here in a few minutes. Yeah. It's a very good quote. But what I'm saying is that the hardest thing you'll ever do is to just back up, throw your hands up, and you do absolutely nothing while God does the work. So God, it's in because here, hands, it's in your it's in your psyche to want to keep helping God. He doesn't need your help. Right. He just wants control and watch what happens. So, yep. um, man, that's if if. I'm telling you, if you could grasp that, if you get a hold of that, if you could just back up, just put your hands in the air, just say, God, I, I want you to take this, you would see more freedom in your life and you would see a, a relief in your life like you've never seen before because, I mean, Jesus said what? I mean, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly and exactly. have it fulfillment, fulfilling. And the reason that we don't have life abundantly is because we're not really putting our cares and our hopes in, in Jesus Christ. And that's that's something we cannot forget. Absolutely. I literally thought the guy fell asleep on me. No, I'm looking for the... I, I, I saw him looking down. I saw his head on the microphone, and I literally thought the guy dozed off on me. I'm like, okay, I guess, is. hey, this is a podcast with Craig. I was looking for the outline so that I can have it in front of me so I can read along with you. and Read along with Brandon. Read along. Speaking of reading along, didn't you go read Green Eggs and Ham to the uh, preschool? I did a couple weeks ago. They they do Dr. Seuss Day every, every year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't get to do it last year. I don't think, or maybe I did, but it's been a tradition where they ask me to come in and read Green Eggs and a Ham every year. Did you wear your tights? I did not. Mm-hmm. I don't just wear them out and about. I only wear them when okay, I run. Okay, well, I saw the picture that really goes okay. the opposite of that. But well, I, again, I had no power and I needed coffee. Yeah, but. So the first thing you grab is your tights. I mean, I know you're I, like you're like Diana Ross. You've got five thousand pairs of jeans and clothes in there. You grabbed your tights. I do have a lot of jeans and clothes. I know he's like Diana Ross. I mean, he needs three closets to fill everything. I do take up more than I know you do. So that's why I'm saying you grab your tights. Allie's like, preach it. She's probably right? setting the home right now. Preach, Greg. You preach. grab your tights. I, I'm like, he's like, he's looking at. His 500 jeans and pants and everything. He's probably like, um, da, da, da. oh, here, yeah, let's grab the tights. Let's wear those to Tim Hortons. <laughs> I wore them to run and then to Tim Hortons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway. Anyways. Yesterday was a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> talk yeah. baptism. We did talk baptism. And, um, I, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know if, um, I don't know, two or three times a year I, I talk baptism. Try yeah, to probably, at least. Um, probably. Try to do this and, um. You know, it started off with a question: Do do I have to be baptized to to join the church? Mm-hmm. And I've had I've had that question asked numerous times. Correct. And the thing that I um, want people to know is: No, you don't have to be baptized to join the church. Uh, you need to be baptized because to be obedient to God. Exactly. Yeah. And I liked I I, I like this quote. And um, this was good. Very yeah, good. Right, John Rice, old time minister man, old time. He said people should be baptized because God commanded it, not because church requires it. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I think that's true because we we put so many man made rules on things that we forget really what the command of Jesus is. We right. try to put the command of Jesus and mix it with what we want it to be, and right. and so it's no longer a command of Jesus. It's a little bit of this and that, and we kind of put it in one big ball. And it's not that; it's you have to really listen to what Jesus says. Right. And the command of Jesus is Matthew twenty eight, yep. uh, verses nine, um, eighteen through twenty, and I haven't read this in a while. Like no, we haven't. We did, you did it. You know, you talked yesterday. You said it's, you know, it's in our hallway. Yep. You walk by it every every day. Every that time you come, you come in. in this room. Yeah. Yep. And so Jesus says, uh, Jesus came and said to his disciples, I, I have give, been given all the authority in heaven and on earth, and therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I love that Jesus is reassuring them. Yep. You're not alone. Right. You're not alone in this. You're, you've got me right here, you know, by your side. Yep. And, um, you know, and I talked a little bit about, you know, churches. Um, and, you know, let's be honest about And I didn't go into great depth. I have in another sermon because this is not what this sermon was about. But, uh, you know, we hear a lot about babies being sprinkled and adults being sprinkled. And and I don't have the all the things in front of me. But that was like four or five hundred years ago. Right. Uh, the Catholic Church changed that because it was out of convenience. Yes. It was out of convenience so you didn't get wet. It's out of convenience for this, out of convenience. And so they changed that. So that just kind of became what, what that was. Right. Well, just, you know, and thinking about that, out of convenience, you know, the act of baptism 
it's not supposed to be just convenient. something easy and convenient. You, no. you talked about yesterday. It is a humbling experience. Right. You know, especially if you, you're baptized in the midst of maybe a service that we have exactly. on Sunday morning. You know, you're up there. Everyone's eyes are on you. But beyond everything else, that's your obedience to God of saying, you know, I've made this decision in my heart to follow you. I've accepted, you know, Jesus as my Savior and Lord of my mm-hmm. life. And so now I'm going to follow through with what Jesus has told us to, not just what Jesus has told us to, but the way, you know, I look at it was if it was good enough for Jesus, Jesus was baptized, mm-hmm. you know, by John the Baptist. And John obviously didn't want to baptize him. Right. And Jesus is like, this has to be done. Right. Um, you know, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. And so mm-hmm. I'm... You know, I need to be obedient. It's like a bumper sticker. It's good enough for Jesus. It's good enough for me. Exactly. And, and you're talking about, you know, being sprinkled and, and, and being sprinkled as a baby. Right. I grew up in a Methodist church. I was sprinkled as a baby, you know, but then I got to a point when. I wonder, wonder what their theology is on tights. I, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways. Sorry. Um, I can get that on my mind. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but, you know, I grew up in a Methodist church in about age 13, you know, as I'm reading through the scriptures and I'm, I'm digging in myself and trying yeah. to grow, you know, I'm like, well, everything that I read tells me that me accepting Jesus as my savior is a personal decision. Right. Right. Me being right. baptized mm-hmm. is a personal decision. And, and when I make that decision, I see baptism as something that is commanded mm-hmm. that I should mm-hmm. do. And so, you know, so I was, you know, fully immersed, you know, baptized mm-hmm. Because as I read the scripture, and so, you know, you go back to that question, do I have to be baptized to join the church? Mm-hmm. You know, and you said, no, you, you've got to be baptized because God commanded it. Exactly. Being obedient exactly. To him. Now, you know, here at RCC, you know, to be a member, you do have to be a, a, baptized, a baptized believer. believer. Um, and that is because we strive to uphold, and you talked about this yesterday, we, we strive to uphold, you know, the New Testament and, mm-hmm. and, and what God, you know, tells us through His, mm-hmm. His Word. Well, and that's, and that's true. And, and the thing that we need to realize is that, you know, as you research this, when uh, Jesus was giving the uh, Great Commission and He says, you know, and baptize them, the word that He used was yes. baptizo, which means, um, it means immersed or submerged, submerged yeah. into water. So that's, that's the Greek word for the word baptized in the Original language that Jesus was right. talking about, and so when you see words like that, you know people are like, "Oh, that means sprinkled." No, that's not what that means because no. when it was written, this is what Jesus was actually Correct. talking about. So that's why sometimes I bring out those words. I, I I don't know that more than anybody else. In fact, I was not good at Greek or Hebrew. Me neither. But I just you know I I I know that there's other meanings, so that's why I break that down. Right. And then that gives you the opportunity to go back because we have such great. Um, you can pull this stuff up online and you can look at yes. this stuff, yep. and that gives you an avenue to go research it yourself, so you can see, hey, he just didn't make this stuff up, right? You know, and so, yep. and uh, that's that's where we're at today, and so um, that's why I give those out, so you'll mm-hmm. research this if you're really struggling with this, right. because um, you know, we really do need to, you know, um, have. Listen to the command of Jesus. Right. I gave three a, a common objectives that I've, you know, come across over the years, um, about being baptized. And number one was I'm not ready. Uh, I'm already a Christian and I don't need to be baptized. <clears throat> and so I think when a person says that, you know, Hey, I've given my life to Christ, but I'm baptism. What they're saying is not that important. Right. It's, it's just right. It's really not that important. Um, and, and I did have a man I talked to. Um, I was in Cleves and he, uh, it was probably six, seven years ago. And, um, you know, he said, I love God. I read my Bible. I believe in Jesus. I, you know, I get all that. I tithe. I, I do all that, but I don't believe baptism is that big a deal. And, right. And so at that point, it's like, well, I'm, I'm checking these boxes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't think it was a big deal because it's, it is a big deal. It's talked a lot about in, in the Bible. And so right. I, and yesterday, so I said, um, you know, can I just say this, that you and I do not get to decide what is a big deal and what is not. If God exactly. has already said it's a big deal, right? You don't get to, you don't get to decide that. And, and that's the thing I think that really inflames me more than anything with the Christian church is because we get into these feelings and emotions of what we like or what we don't like. And it's like, just make just our own rules. Read yeah. your, Bible and don't diverge from it, folks. Don't diverge from it. Just read it. I don't care if you like it. Right. You got to do it if you love God. Right. It's like your parents saying, Hey, I want you in at eight o'clock, but no, dad, it's a, it's, it's a Friday night. Can I come in at midnight? And he's like, No, I want you in at eight o'clock. There's a reason probably why he wants you in at eight o'clock. And I don't know what it is. Right. But you know, you don't have to like it, but guess what? 
you you, you got to do it. You have to, and you obey. have to obey, right? Exactly, because exactly. there might be ramifications and consequences if if you don't obey. I mean, you can say if you stay out till eleven, you know, if your Jordan comes to you, hey, I want to come, I want to stay out at eleven. You're like, no, you got to be at eight o'clock, right? And she gets, you know, sixteen or seventeen years old, and and she just says, no, I'm coming in at eleven. He's like, okay, well, that's your choice, but here's what's going to happen, right? If you <laughs> choose to do that she gets to be that age i'm just not even letting her go out i'm just locking her in her room i tried that that didn't work didn't work no and then i had this guy come along and snag her so yeah Yeah. but i got two great grandkids out of it hey there you go you know what do you what do you do do with that (laughs) right so but yeah so you have um you know we don't get to um decide um on that and you know you've already mentioned this so you know what we do as a church is we go back and we try to model the first church because that's the church mm-hmm. that yep. that we're supposed to be like. And so you go back to the book of Acts. Yes. And it's called Acts of the Apostles, and it's called Acts of the Apostles for for a reason. And and I love it that we get the apostles in here, and I love we get all this because it, when you think about the disciples in Jesus, they spent a lot of time together. Yes. And they were there with Jesus when Jesus, um, you know, riddled off the Great Commission. Right. Uh, before teaching them everything mm-hmm. I have commanded you. So these were it's, it's not like, you know, as they go and they teach that they're just teaching, you know, their own thoughts. No, they're teaching from what they've heard him say. Exactly. This is what you have to do. Exactly. So I, um, you know, I just think the. Um, it's very important that we we follow the scripture on this yeah. and really look into this. And, you know, if you're if you're listening to this today and you've not been baptized and. You know, it's, you know, you're fighting tradition, you're fighting and, you know, the way you grew up, you're fighting grandma and grandpa's thinking or theology or mom and dad's or friends or coworkers. Can I just encourage you to keep an open heart and mind and don't yeah. fight, but, um, allow God to teach you, ask yeah. God for wisdom in this area. God, ask God's, um, spirit to direct you. And I'm going to tell you something. He will direct you. He will, he will lead you down the right path. Yeah. Now, what you might find is you might be finding yourself fighting this. Because you know that you should do this, and if you find yourself fighting this, you really need to take a hard look at this yep. and not just fight it. Because you're going to fight it either one out of being stubborn or angry, or you're fighting it because you weren't you didn't grow up that way. Right. And so there's a couple ways you yep. know that you do that. But anyway, on the day of Pentecost, which is a big day, yes, um, Peter. He stands up and he preaches the first gospel sermon. And I love Peter because, and I didn't read the entire thing. I didn't talk about the whole thing. I just pulled out a portion of it. Right. If you read the first sermon, am, am I wrong? Did he throw down or what? Yeah. He, I mean, he called he these people it. out. He brought it. He brought this out. And I mean, and this is shortly, I mean, we're not too many days, months past the, um, you know, the death of Jesus Christ and the right. resurrection of Christ. So the man's throwing down. Mm-hmm. He, he just, he denies Jesus three times just, well, I don't know, months ago. And now yep. here he is. Yep. Here we are now. Man, he is throwing down against the same people that who were actually were in the crowd that yep. said crucify him. So he throws down on these people. But anyway, he preaches this sermon in Acts chapter two, verses thirty-seven through forty-one. I'm going to read this because I just think this is so. This is so good. What he says. He says, um, Peter, it's a Peter's words pierced their hearts and they said to him and to the others, the apostles, brothers, what should we do? And Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is a promise to you and to your children and to those far away and all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time. I like that part. I don't. <laughs> I said, I'm going to do that today. Right. First service chuckled. Second looked scared. But anyway. Exactly. And he said, strongly urging all the listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Think about that. Could that not have been said yesterday? Mm-hmm. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and were added to the church that day. About 3,000 and all. Can't yeah. believe what that would look like. Right. It was just splashing and people going under. Awesome. and Yeah, that would have That's been. awesome. So I, I gave a couple of snippets out of the book of Acts um, yep. about just conversions and baptisms. And, I mean, there was a few in there, but I, I, I couldn't go through them all because time yes. constraint. And, yep. uh, by the way, time, I was under both services. You were. Like six minutes the first and two and a half minutes. The, I know. I don't know why that is. It doesn't matter. I don't know either. But here's preach, the thing I about preach. that. I'm glad I did that because I got to um, – what, what's the best way to put this? I got to put in the, the – time bank mm-hmm. time for the next series so that's awesome yeah that's great so if i go six minutes over it's not like i went six minutes over because 
I was six minutes under. So here's what he's saying, folks. If he goes six minutes over, it's not like he went six minutes over, but then I have to figure out what to do to get communion and the music that we have planned and announcements and everything else in before the end of service, before there's a riot and people lynch me. And you know what? That's that's the beauty of being a worship minister. Right. Exactly. Is that a I wonder beauty? how many worship ministers are looking at their minister and he's like 10 minutes over and they're like, what is he doing? How am I going to uh, shave that time off? <laughs> what am I going to cut this time? I never think that. Really? Okay, sometimes. So anyway... <laughs> Yeah. So the, it, we uh, we brought up some things in the book of Acts, and if you roll through the book of Acts, you're going to see there's uh, several conversion stories. Yes, and I love I love the in Acts eight when Philip's witnessing mm-hmm. to the Ethiopian eunuch, and he's actually the treasurer of Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. So this yep. is this is a big deal. This yes. guy's a big wheel. Yes, he is. He's a big wheel. Yeah, and and so like what pretty much what happens is Philip's walking along the carriage, like right. All of a sudden, he's just like there. He's walking along the side of this carriage, and he hears the guy reading um, from the Old Testament. And and in Acts 36 and then 38, it says, As they rode along, they came to some water. Um, so pretty much what Philip did was he explained to him what he, what he had been exactly. Um They came to some water, and the eunuch said, Well, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop. And they, and then here's the important, you know, you're talking about how important it is to read into the scriptures and and to, you know, you talked about submerged and and immersed. Um, and it says, and they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. Yeah. You know, and so man, just on a dime, he was convicted by what Mm -hmm. he was reading. Mm -hmm. He knew that he needed that life change. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, there's water. Why, why can't Mm -hmm. I be baptized? Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love I when when people make that decision. They're I like, do. you know, that happened to me a little over a year ago. Or you know, I talked to somebody after church, and and they were like, I, it's time. I need to be baptized. I'm like, awesome. Let's you know, let me know when, and we'll make it happen. And they were like, right now. Is this the person you almost sent into glory? I was one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just checking. Yeah. Brandon about knocked. He didn't really hit their head, but he came within. You couldn't have gotten, like, I don't even know, a piece of paper between the Maybe wall and the person's paper. head. Because your wife and I sat on that front pew, and we were both like, oh. And I think they received so... the gift of the Holy Spirit before they went under the water because the Holy did. Spirit shoved them away exactly. from the wall. I was like, Brandon, like, look at the video. Brandon like, put this person down like he was angry at them. And I was like, I've, <laughs> I'm accused of being like a WWE baptizer. He so. does. I mean, he put that person down like he was angry at this person. But right. thankfully, they came up in one piece. Whew. Yeah, my heart stopped for a second, too. Yeah, I was like, but, oh, my gosh. my I, Yeah, my heart was beating, too. I was like, holy yeah. cow. But I, I love that. I love that obedience, you know, and that's what, you know, I think back. I was talking to my mom yesterday, you know, obviously talking about baptism and everything. And I was thinking about to, back to the day when I was baptized. I was baptized in a river behind our house. And um, my aunt and my, my grandfather were also baptized that day. And I think my grandfather had planned it. You know, since he knew I was right, getting baptized, right. he was like, I need to do this, too. Okay. You know, he'd been a believer, yeah. man, his whole life. Had been to church and was a, right. a wonderful man. But he was like, you know, I need to be obedient to this as well. Um, but then my aunt, I think that was a kind of a spontaneous thing for her on that day um, to be baptized. And so I love that when people are like, they're convicted. Right. But then they follow through with that conviction. Exactly. You know, I think exactly. so often we're convicted of things, but then we don't follow through. And exactly. That's, that's part of, of being a disciple of Jesus. It's it's mm-hmm. not just saying it's not knowing what to do, but it's the process of following through mm-hmm. with it as mm-hmm. well. And, and that's, well, that's a part of the decision, right? That's a part of the decision. Exactly. It's like, um, you know, you could ask, well, you know, when when are you married? Are you married when you actually are engaged? Mm-hmm. Are you married when um, you walk down the aisle? Are you married after you redo your vows? Because mm-hmm. I, I actually think you're married after you do your vows. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more of the ceremony. You got, you got the ring ceremony. You got this. You got mm-hmm. that. You got the lighting of the candles. You got – when are you actually married? Are you married after the preacher says, I now pronounce you man and wife? Are you married after the – it's right. all part of the ceremony. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, it's all part of that. It's kind of like when when is the, when you go buy a car, when is the car actually yours? Right. Is it yours when they hand you the keys? Or is it yours when you actually pay your last payment 72 months later? Right. You know what I mean? 
is it all the process of buying? So there's a process and there's a journey for the, but right. and, and it's all a part of the baptism. It's all a part of what Jesus has asked us to do. Correct. You, you, it's all part of the one big picture. Right. There is a, there's a process to to all this. Uh, if you roll into Acts chapter nine, um, you're going to find a really uh, famous story. Uh, that a lot of people already know, but it's the conversion of Saul of Tarsus and before he becomes the Apostle Paul. And anybody who knows the Apostle Paul knows that he wrote majority of the New Testament. But um, Saul is struck down and he's blinded on the road to Damascus. And, and Jesus tells him to go into a town and wait there and for, for his command. So t- Saul goes into this city and he fasts and he prays for Three days, mm-hmm. three days, mm-hmm. and a man named Ananias comes in to see uh, Saul. And in Acts chapter nine, verses seventeen through nineteen, it says Ananias went in his went his way and entered the house. And laying hands on him, he said, "Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road came and has set, sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit." Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. And I, I didn't spend any time on this last verse, but this is amazing how they threw this in. So when he received food, he was strengthened. Mm. So was he tired or was he hangry? What I mean, I would have been hangry. Was he war- yeah, me right? too. So it was like the whole part of the process. Um, God has given him a rejuvenation of spirit and right. physical, and right. it's, it's really it's a it's a good it's a exactly. Good story. And, and you think that this was the same man who had previously been persecuting Christians, and he thought he was right, and he thought he was right. He was a Pharisee, and he became uh, the man who would then write most of the New Testament, and went against the Pharisees, and went on many missionary journeys, yep. and planted church after church, yep. and exactly. I mean, it, it's crazy to see what God can do. If you're obedient to him. Right. You know, because he could have said, forget you. Forget it. I'm just going to be blind the rest of my life. Yeah. You did this to me. How crazy do you think you am? I'm not going to follow you. Exactly. He was very obedient. I'm personally thankful after reading most of the New Testament that he didn't do that. Exactly. Yeah. In Acts 10, we read about oh, Cornelius. Yeah, the first Gentile, but he's a Roman centurion. So this is yeah. huge. This is. I don't think people realize how huge this well, actually not, is right here. Not only that, but huge for... For Peter and for Ananias, you know, for Ananias to go in and, and to meet with Saul, for Peter to go in and meet with Cornelius and his family. Yeah, you got to remember the disciples are like you and me. They're, they're people. Exactly. So they, they got their prejudices, and too. And they're kind of outcasts, too. They are. At this point. And they would they would normally would not like a Roman centurion. Correct. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. So he preaches to his family and he converts the entire family. And I absolutely um, love that. And, um, but, um, I won't read the whole thing, but I love that, um, you know, basically, um, you know, they heard, they heard what was being said and what was being done. And then Peter actually said, can anyone object to them? They're being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit as we did. And so basically they just, they, they baptized them. The entire household became Christians because of the message of Jesus Christ. And normally when you're baptized, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. God was proving a point here. Exactly. Because Cornelius and his household, they received the gift of the Holy Spirit before they were baptized. And God was at this point saying, look, Jew, Gentile, Roman centurion, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. My hope is for everyone. Everybody. My grace is is, is sufficient for everyone. Exactly. And, and so he was, you know, God was just kind of proving a point here. Because exactly. they would have been like, a Roman? Exactly. Um, but every time you, um, somebody hears the message of Jesus Christ or the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's usually followed up by baptism. Right. It, it's, it's a commitment. It's a decision that, you know, that, that they have to make. Exactly. And, uh, and uh, here's the thing. The reason we make such a big deal out of baptism is because Jesus and the disciples made a big deal out of it. They baptized. You know what I mean? They, they talked about it. They, that's what they did. Here's number two. I've been baptized. I don't need to do it again. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, you're right. Right. You don't need to do it if. If, 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 if there was that moment in your life when you decided to give your life to Jesus Christ and it was on your own free will and mm-hmm. it was a decision that you came to confess your sins and repent of your sins and you wanted Jesus, you, you wanted to live your life for him. Right. You don't have to do it again. If that's what you did. But if you were, say, baptized as a baby, mm-hmm. sprinkled as a baby, if you went along with the crowd just to go along with the crowd 
and church you, camp baptisms, church camp baptisms <laughs> where there's a hundred of them. Yep. Uh, a grandma and grandpa forced you into it or a mom and dad forced you into it. This is what you got to do. Yep. And, um, so that is probably maybe you need to do it again. So what if you were sprinkled as a baby? You know, what, what if that's something that happened to you? And I said yesterday that, um, I'm, I'm thrilled to death that your parents tried to set you aside. And I, and I know what they were doing. I know exactly. what they were trying to do. And, and I think that's awesome. Definitely the because, best of intentions. I, I mean, we all do that in our own way. Am I right? You do yes. that with your kids. Yep. I do that with my yep. kids. You try to set them apart to be different and, and that, that they were going to follow God. But, but I, I need, I, I said this yesterday and, and, and I'm going to say this again because this is so very important. Um, salvation does not magically come to somebody because a person goes through the baptism ceremony itself and you go into the water right. and you don't remember it or you were forced into it and it wasn't your decision. The water has nothing to do with that. Yep. And there's a lot of people today, even Christians, I mean, even Church of Christ people believe that you have to get into that water. It doesn't matter what you've done. If you were baptized and you're definitely saved and, and your sins have been washed away. And I and I didn't spend any time on this. And I have spent time on this you in have. other sermons. But this is what you call a baptismal regenerationalist, yeah. where you think all you have to do is you have to get in the water and the water's going to save me. It doesn't matter. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. But I'm just going to tell you straight up. There are people who are going to be in heaven who were never baptized. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And there are going to be people who be in hell who were baptized. Yep. So I'm just telling you, yep. it, it is. Here's what you have to look at. It's a heart issue. Right. It is a commitment heart issue between you and God Absolutely. and where you stand. Yep. And God knows that, and you know that. I, I can't judge that. Uh, you can't judge me. It's only God. God knows what your heart is, and He knows what you've done. And he knows the commitment that you've made. And if you've done it just to check it off a box, right? I did my baptism, and now I'm I'm good. I'm everything is fine. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, you're 100 percent left field by yep. yourself, and there's nobody else in the ballpark at that point. Yep. So, um, but I, I just I just want people to realize that it is the it is a heart issue, and if you think like that, that's mm-hmm. that's not a biblical way to look at that. Right. Uh, when you come to Jesus Christ, it's your decision. It's yours. Yep. You've got to make it. It's not mom and dad. It's not grandma and grandpa. It's not the way you brought up. It's not your traditions. It's not the way your religion works. It's yours and yours alone to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Correct. Mark sixteen sixteen. Mm-hmm. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Yeah. That's a scary verse. Mm-hmm. John 3, 5. Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom unless they are born of water and the spirit. Here's the thing. Um, I know there we even maybe somebody listening to this today who is an adult, you were you were sprinkled. Yeah. And you made a decision to follow Jesus Christ and you were sprinkled and it, maybe your decision for Jesus Christ is 100% legit and Absolutely. you know what God bless you. I'm glad you did that. That's a commitment that nobody's ever going to take because you gave your heart to Jesus and so that's what you did and um but whatever church that you were in I don't know for the reasons decided that's they didn't they don't baptize but they sprinkle and I don't know what the the reasons is behind that but you have to remember something everything we do is about Jesus Christ everything yep, exactly everything every scripture yep. every yep. everything that we do points people to Jesus Christ every story in the Bible points people to Jesus everything refers to Jesus so when we talk about baptism. We have to remember that everything points um, to Jesus Christ, and every time you see somebody baptized or you're baptized, it is a symbol of the uh, death, burial, and the resurrection of exactly. Jesus Christ. Yep. And so you, you just you just always need to remember that. Yep. That's so important. Yep. Romans six three and four. Love this. You want to read it? Sure. Go for it. It says, "Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death?" We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And so, you know, as we're baptized, we, it's that symbolism. You said that, you know, we go under the water, mm-hmm. we die to our old self, that exactly. old way of living. You know, essentially, we're under the water. Mm-hmm. You can't breathe under water, right? Not you know, long. Just as Jesus was buried in the tomb, you're under that water. You come up out of the water, mm-hmm. and you're raised into mm-hmm. new life. You're a new person. You know, Second Corinthians five seventeen, one mm-hmm. of my favorite verses. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone. 
the new has come. Mm-hmm. And, and and what you just said, it's 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 a symbolism yes. of what Jesus did on Easter weekend. Exactly. It, 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 there's nothing nothing is coincidence when it comes to God. Correct. Nothing. Don't think that because there's not everything has everything is there for it's a reason. Right. right. Everything. I like what Bob Russell said. He said, "You die to your old self." You just said that. Uh, you're buried in the waters of baptism. You rise from the water to walk in a new life with Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. It's yep. perfect picture. Yeah. Um, exactly. That. The, the third um, excuse, I don't know if you used the word excuse, but reason, reason maybe yeah. for, for people not wanting to get baptized that you gave was, I'm not ready. And, uh, and, and I think we hear that a lot, you know, mm-hmm. well, well, I'm not ready or or maybe I need to clean my life up a little bit right. more or, you know, I've got to get my act together. Well, you're never going to be ready if that's the case. No, and I think people, I think people do that, you know, I, and I've actually had people tell me, you know, when I get this straightened out or when I, when I get over there, so when I clean this part up, you can't do that. You can't clean yourself up. Right. You can try. You we might all have to, sin in our life. Yeah, you might be able to do that. But, you know, it, it, let me just tell you something. If you think that you're not ready because you got to get something worked out or you got to get something straightened out, you're never going to be ready. Correct. Cause you're never going to have everything straightened out. Let me ask you a question. Do you have everything straightened out? Not at all. I wish I did. Speaking of straightened out, how's your tights? They're fine. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, where were we? Hey, welcome to Grant. Right. <laughs> I, I think here's the problem with okay. this. The tights or the scripture? Yeah, I okay. think you're jealous. Oh, yeah. You you pegged me. Boom, I you got me. Figured. You got me. I figured. You got me. I like it. See? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyway. You're never going to be ready if you think on the excuse line, yes. um, because you're looking at what you can do instead of what God exactly. has done through Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, how about Ephesians two eight and nine? Now, here's the thing about Ephesians two eight and nine. Remember this verse because we're going to look at this a lot over the next few weeks. Okay. There's a purpose why we did it this past week, right? And it's coming up over the next two weeks because I want people to know this verse. It is so important. For it is by grace that you have been saved. Mm-hmm. Think about it through faith. And this is not of yourselves because there's Christians. I mean, I know Christians today, even in this church, who think it's about what they do what and how done. they serve and what they've done right. and what they've done in the past. How no, much money no, I've given no. And, yeah. no, no. It is a gift of God. Amen. It's a gift of God. Not my work so that no one can boast. Because yeah. here's the thing. If you could actually change yourself or if you could actually – you think you've given so much money or you've helped so much, you're patting yourself yeah. on the back. And so you're not glorifying God. You're glorifying you. You're looking at what you've done, not what Jesus Christ right. has done. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't give. That doesn't not mean at all. that you shouldn't serve. Not you know, at all. Because the Bible talks about faith without works is dead. If you have that faith in God – It's a know, fine, hairy line, isn't it? It is a fine, hairy line. But it should be a product of our faith in God. Exactly. You know, we serve – we give because of what God has already done for us. But it, it preach it tight, man. Right? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. But I love that. You know, for yeah. it is by grace you've been saved right, through faith. Right. You know, and I love that through mm-hmm. faith. Faith is believing in what you cannot mm-hmm. see. And that that's you know, I think about that. I think mm-hmm, about with mm-hmm. the disciples and everything. They saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, they walked with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They saw him after he was raised from the dead. We don't have that luxury, uh-huh. but that's where faith comes in. Uh-huh. You know, in trusting, you know, mm-hmm. in in God. Mm-hmm. What about Tony Evans? Tony's the man. Ah, he's great. He said, when you're baptized, it's a ceremony. I love that. It's a ceremony of your surrender to God fully. And and I would, would even say, you know, it's it's a covenant. Very you know, much. Just like when you get married, that's a Very covenant much. between you, your spouse, and God. You know, baptism is a covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, it's where you stop trying to win all by yourself and you make it to God on your and make it to God on your own. This is where you shut your eyes, open your arms, take your foot off the gas and allow God to take the wheel. Basically, you're you're surrendering you're it all because you you're no there's no control on that. None. You you're opening your you're shutting your eyes, opening your arms, taking your foot off the gas, you're driving a car and you're allowing God to take the wheel. Okay, yeah. I'm trusting you to do this. Exactly. You just throw your head back. I you got it. Yeah. How hard is that? And that's that people talk about all the time. Well, you know, Jesus is my co-pilot. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. He should be your pilot. Exactly. Exactly. You've got to let him fly the plane and instead of trying to fly it yourself. And then when mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Are, are sailing smooth, then you're like, OK, Jesus, you can you can take it from here. 
Well, here's the thing that I think we need to remember, and, and I talked a little bit about this at the, at the start of the podcast, that when we surrender our life totally to Jesus Christ, it's because we surrender it all to Christ because he died on the cross because he took our sins and he took everything away. Here's the thing. He's already done the work for you and I. He's done it all. And, and, and if you could understand that, and if the world could understand that, if the Christian community could mm-hmm. understand it, I'm telling you, we would be so free in our lives. You know, people, uh, the Christian community is so locked in on themselves that they forget right. that we have freedom in Jesus Christ. Right. Sometimes when you come to, sometimes in church, there's not a whole lot of freedom because there's so many stipulations. Exactly. And, yeah. No, there's freedom in Jesus Christ, and that's how I live my life, and right. and that's that's the way that goes. You receive Jesus Christ's salvation, you receive forgiveness, and guess what? It is a free 100% gift, Yeah. and you can't turn your life around. You can't do it by yourself. You're never going to be able um, to do this, and mm-hmm. baptism is a sign that you trust in God that— He's going to turn your life around. You, right. you're, you're giving him. You're giving him your life. You're dedicated, like you said. You've coveted your life to to Christ. And uh, the thing about it is, is that you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be good enough. You just have to do it. You just have to cut. You you just have to do it. Right. So you know, it's the greatest gift you'll ever get. It is. It's the greatest it gift. Um, but yeah. just like any gift that you get, you have to reach out and take exactly. it. Exactly. You have to receive it. You know, it's, and you've talked about that before, man. If you, if you walked in here and you had $2,000 sitting on, or in a box, and you even told me, hey, this, this gift is for you. It's got $2,000 in it. And you set it down here on this table. And I'm like, oh man, thank you so much. Right. But then we get done podcasting and I get done and I shut the computer down and I take everything out of here and I go to my office and I work on editing the podcast, but I leave that box sitting right there. And it sits there for a week and two weeks and three weeks. Mm-hmm. That gift is awesome. Exactly. But I didn't do anything with it. I can't put it into use until I Oh, it's I there in front it. of you. It's there. But I can't put it into use until I open it and be like, oh, wow, he wasn't lying. There's $2,000 Right. There. And now you're going to hope. Exactly. And that's the problem with the Christian community. We do not allow the Holy Spirit to take the reins or take charge in our lives. And, you know, I, I, I'm, here's the thing. I don't fully do it 100%. Right. Because right. I fight the Holy Spirit yep. for, and here's the thing, he will not fight you. Right. He will back off. Yep. You want it, you yep. got it. Yep. And, um, but things go so much better when I am 100% giving myself to the Holy Spirit of God because it is the power of God. Yeah. It's the very power of God inside of me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, you, you, you have to realize is so important to your life. Yeah. Acts 4.12, salvation is found in no one else, but there is no other name under heaven by given to mankind by which we must be saved. Everything goes yeah. through Christ. Everything. Everything. So four things quickly before we leave and um, before we get off, go to the next thing. And I did this yesterday. Four things that we have to do. Number one, we have to believe. Yeah. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but everlasting life. Yep. Could be the greatest verse in all the Bible. Yep. Number two. Number two is repent. Acts 2.38 says, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And repent means I'm going one direction, I'm going to go in the other direction, exactly. go toward God. Exactly. doesn't mean I'm doing the work. It means I'm going his direction. Right. Number three is confess. Romans 10.9, if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you're going to be saved. Yes. Awesome verse. Yep. And then the last thing is to be baptized in water, and that's just that that act of obedience. Mm-hmm. Acts twenty two sixteen says, "What are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on His name." Exactly. Yeah. And that word "baptized" again is the same word that we used at the beginning. Immerse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it all it all goes hand in hand. And here's the thing: you'll never go wrong doing what God's commanded you to do. Absolutely. Ever. You're never going to go wrong doing that. Absolutely. So just stick to what God tells you to do and stick to where, where God wants you to be, and your life will be totally 100% different than what it is right now. So right. Um, I, I can't tell you how how important it is to make this decision. And, right. and I really hope and pray, if you're listening to this right now or if you were here Sunday and you've never been baptized, that you would really make this decision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Jesus has commanded it. And I know a lot of people right now – who have not been baptized, 
they need to be baptized because they have made that heart decision. Right. They've given right. their life to Jesus. So now it's time to finalize and make this whole thing complete. So good day. Yes. Very we good day. Not as big of attendance, but it was a good day. Pretty Correct. good day. So. So again, if you, um, if you have been thinking about being baptized, contact us, contact the church office, you know, send us an email. Um, if you have our number, shoot us a text or whatever, and we'll be more than happy to sit down with you and talk about it. So we've already talked about upcoming events for Easter. And so, um, uh, we got the sermon series starting, got the Easter egg hunt coming up on Saturday, April mm-hmm. 1st, uh, Good Friday service on April 7th, and then we have Easter Sunday. Is less than two weeks away now. Less than two weeks away. Do you believe that? That's crazy. Yeah, less than two weeks away. And then we've got um, our ladies have something called Campfire Conversations. Um, it's a time for women 18 and up to hear about God working in their lives. And I heard that there's going to be three women. Mm-hmm. They're going to have conversations with them, get to talk to them. Uh, this takes place around the RCC Fire Pit on April 28th at 6 p.m. There's going to be food and child care, and you can... Sign up at richwood.church forward slash women. There you go. I'm getting what so if good be at s'mores? Oh, you know what? I really think they should change it to s'more love with Jesus. Right. Can we talk to them about that? No. You think they would do that? No. S'more Jesus? S'more of Jesus. How about s'more tights? No. <laughs> I could get tights with s'mores on them. You know, it's, you know, we're almost into beaver season for Tim Hortons. Do you know that, right? Oh, yes. And oh, um, yes. I'm not really looking forward to that because um, I got to hear about Justin Bieber and – yeah, it's just – but you know it's coming. You going to get a Biebs brew? Yeah, I'm getting a Biebs brew. Those things are great. Mm-hmm. And I don't even drink cold brews normally. Only only when Biebs season. Only Biebs season. Yeah. Walk for Life is coming up. Yep. And, that is uh, May the 6th? Uh, May 6th, you're correct, in uh, Marysville. And uh, I think it's a, this is going to be good. Um, check-in begins at 9.30. The walk begins at 10. And um, you can register if you want to help out um, at a newpathprc.com. And you need to do this by April 10th. You get a free T-shirt. And um, we have a group of people in a table or a booth, right, that we're going to be involved with. Yep. So baby bottle campaign coming up. You know about that, don't you? I do know about that. That starts on Mother's Day, and it um, – Goes through Father's Day. We have, we'll have baby bottles available here at RCC. You pick up a baby bottle on Mother's Day, or if you're not here that day, the next Sunday or whatever you're here, take it home, fill it with coins, fill it with dollar bills, fill it with hundred dollar bills, fill it with a check, um, whatever you would like to fill that with, and then bring it back by Father's Day. All of that money um, will then go to New Path Pregnancy Resource Center to help support them and what they do. That is a really good. That's it a really is. good campaign. It I is. like to see the baby bottles coming back with money and yes. checks and whatever. I wonder how much money they actually get from that. Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head, but it's. I it's, need to find out what it is because that's kind of a. That's really a good. Um, that's really a good campaign to do. It is very good. Yeah, we could do. Um, that'd be kind of fun to do for something else too. Baby bottles. We could do. I don't know. Coffee cups, and then all the money would go to good buy coffee. you and I grounded coffee. Yeah, we could have. We could get like a pair of tights and tie it to the bottom, and people could fill the tights up with money, so you could get more tights or running shoes. There or we running go. shoes, yeah, good. exactly, yeah. So, notice you we, were lucky that I love you. I know, right? And, but you'll notice that we did not talk about possum today. So we didn't. So there's that. Everybody enjoy, enjoy that. Yeah, revert back to the the last podcast if you did. Exactly. Here, if you so. need your fix, yeah, if you need your fix. To the there, last, there it is. So possum podcast. Yeah. So what's on your agenda this week? Oh, you know, just more of the same. Um, you know, I'm trying to uh, – working on the next series, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really behind where I want to be. Usually I'm not behind, but I am behind. And so I've got to buckle down this week and do some work. Um, got to um, – the, the next series after the Easter series, we start on April 16th, mm-hmm. is called Level Up. Yes. And so we're going to – talk about level up in some areas. Actually, we're going to talk about raising the bar mm-hmm. in some of the areas of our life and some of the things that we do. The first topic, the first message, mm. marriage. Level up in your marriage. And so um, I'll be honest with you. I could spend six weeks yep. on marriage. So it may go to two weeks, but right now I'm trying to cram it into um, – it's where I might need to use uh, my deposit reserve, yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? 
I just need to know so I can only do one song that well, day. See, I, I don't know because if God's spirit prompts me, I can't deny what God wants to do, right? So how can God's spirit prompt you, but I can never be prompted to sing more songs? Well, that's totally different, bro. And you, you should know that. I wouldn't even have to explain that if you go back to your Bible. Go back to your Bible. <laughs> you point me in the right direction and I will. <laughs> Man, we church is so messed up. We, the American church, is just and expectations. It's so wrong. I know, right? Like we, we should really, come in. We really need an hour and fifteen minutes for. We church. should. We should come in with no one day and and not have a time limit. Oh, why? We would have like twenty people here, but yeah, I know churches where they'll go like it's an hour and forty minutes service. Yeah, I've, I've heard people churches going three hours. Wow. That's the day of Pentecost, bro. Right? That's the day of Pentecost. I mean, if Peter came, I'd be I'd, I'd listen to him. Yeah. I bet he's a little curmudgeon sometimes. Probably. Seems like say. he would be. So, he's uh he's very he's wired. Uh he's strong. Yes. Strong high. Yes, he is. He's strong high, but Yes. But that's all right though. So what do you got planned this week? Besides running and Oh man. You know, coffee and running and coffee. That's steak. about it. Yep, steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love steak. I'll mm-hmm. probably eat a steak. I picked up uh, a couple of porterhouse steaks yesterday at Mosier's. Did you know? They had them on sale. $8 and something a pound. It's I better got... than possum because possum's like $249 a pound. Or I've something. heard that. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't going to talk about that. I'm not. I didn't. I just, oh, okay. I just, I just, I just, I, I compared just, the two. Oh, yeah. yes. But yeah, no, I'll be eating. I think chicken's on menu for tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, nice. And then uh, I cooked on my Blackstone yesterday. Mm-hmm. I cooked smash burgers mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. Like the weather was actually nice. I bet that was nice. I grilled on the Blackstone with a t-shirt on. It was awesome. And? And what? What else were you wearing? Sweatpants. Okay. I'm just joking. Hey, if you want a good laugh, though, go listen to uh, Tim Hawkins' Yoga Pants oh, song. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I have to admit that is funny. It is a funny song. <laughs> no, it looks like a pretty good week coming up. Um, the weather is going to be crazy mm. as on your, on yeah. normal, but looking forward to um, getting into Easter. Looking forward to, you know, what God is going to do. Got a lot of, you know, got a lot of people. A lot of people are searching for God right now. Yep. A lot of people are looking for answers for their family, and I just pray that God and us uh, will use us. Not just as individuals, but us as a church yes. that we'll be able to meet the needs of people who um, are, are searching for him yep. and trying to fill and, that yeah, hole. Point them to him. And, um, you know, all kidding aside on everything we talk about, it is about glorifying mm-hmm. God and people finding Jesus Christ and you and I mm-hmm. growing and maturing. Exactly. If if I could just put a plain, simple, cliff-noted version on it, that's what it's yep. all about. Anything else? I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what I think. Doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter my opinion. Doesn't matter your opinion. It's all about really yeah. just following what God yeah. wants us to do. Yeah. And if the we Bible can, doesn't say it, yeah, then, yeah, agreed. Exactly. Good stuff. Well, yeah. Good stuff. We'll be back here again next week, unless you want to unless take I off. just sign off. You know. Yeah. No, it's all in good fun. He knows I'm just teasing him. He knows you. He know. He knows I love him. So I do. Yeah. I'll try not to have uh, any prior commitments for next Monday. That would be awesome. Yeah. He called me and was like, hey, I got to go running. Okay, perfect. I did not say that. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Dude, I get up and I run before you're even thinking about getting out of bed. Probably. You're right. I mean, who gets up? Okay. Who gets up at 515 in the morning to go run on a treadmill? I do. So my question is this. Why? Because I got to... Half marathon in just over a month that I'm why, not ready though? for. Why? Why? This is I like that's self inflicted pain. I'd like bro. to run outside, but this weather, I'm like, I don't yeah, want to run bad. in this weather. You look like Jasper. Your back of your legs would be. Oh, all I'd, I'd be a muddy mess. I'd walk in the house, and Allie'd be like, "Cage, Cage now, <laughs> right?" You and Jasper looking at each right? other. Your ears are low, sagging. Yeah, he'd be like, dude, this is my space. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today and hope you guys enjoy listening and, um, you know, thank you for hanging in there. And again, if you haven't subscribed and, or if you know somebody who would like to, you know, join us in the conversation, um, you know, send it along to them. And, uh, we've got almost a hundred podcasts to, to listen to. So, um, you know, we, like we've talked before, we're going to be doing this pretty much every day, probably not at this length, but right. we have, 
you know, snippets throughout the day where we're just talking. So we just thought, look, a year and a half, two years ago, let's put mics in Might front of our well, faces right? and let's see what happens. And so, but thank you guys for, for hanging in there with us. Yep. Thank you very much. This is episode 92, by the way. So we're pushing that 100 episode. We would mark. actually be at 100 by now if somebody hadn't been gone for so long in vacations and days off. And yeah. You know, I'm right. Do we want to talk about that, really? We don't have to. I mean, would you have traded places with me? Exactly. Monday? Yeah. No. T- yeah. I go to the girls' basketball game and. Right? I did. You go to Tim Hortons and did run that. around and yeah. got to eat and have steak. No, yeah, I, sure. Why I'm, not? I'm talking about when I was in the hospital. Oh, Hawaii? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, I wouldn't have. No. Exactly. That was like, we missed like what? Four weeks? Three? We missed a few weeks on that one. Three or four yeah, weeks? That yeah. One put me down pretty good but yeah i remember the first time back of that I, I can't remember when it was you'd have to you'd have to pull up the uh first time back after we were off for a while that was probably september mm-hmm. we came back like no. the second third week of september i was maybe it would have been maybe been late september, september. that we started back so i've been september of 21 right yes yep so if you don't, if you get a chance, go back to the September 21 where you see there's a gap, Big a gap. three or four week gap in between there. Listen to, listen to the tail end of the previous one, uh, at his voice and then listen to his voice on the next one coming in. You can tell a very, little, yeah. he, he's stronger, but he's, you can tell it's a little bit weaker and you can tell he's, it's not like he's laboring, but you can tell that, uh, um, yeah. there's, he's not 100%. Yeah. So, so I think I will move. That's what happens Hawaii. when you go to Hawaii, bro. And you out basking in the beach, and, right? You know, I'm going to move to Hawaii because it's it's better for for my breathing. So, well, that's that's what I hear. But I can't complain. I ran six miles this morning with not much problem. So, yeah, God, and then, God is good. Yeah, and then we got the uh, spring pollen coming in. Sure, oh, that's where be awesome. you walk outside and your car is covered with yellow dust. Yeah, it's great. I was going to send this to you today. People are like, I'm done. This is when you're happy. The warm weather is finally here, but the pollen count is one million. <laughs> Your eyes are and all it's swollen. this guy with his eyes all swollen <laughs> shut. He can barely squint through. That's them. exactly like that's right. going to be us very soon. <laughs> oh yeah. Man. So well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for allowing me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just Absolutely. thank you for being here. I'm I'm glad to be here. So right. hey, thank you all for being here. We hope you have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>